0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome back to Why This Film, the podcast where we catch up on a movie from your childhood, have a rewatch and then have a good old chat about it. I'm Emily Slade and welcome back. You watched it so many times before and now you're gonna watch it again. But it's been so many years since you last saw it, and now you show it to your friends, and they're like, What? What am I watching? Why th- what is what? this? Why? What? Why? Why this film? And I'm joined today by Tristan. Hello, Tristan. Hello.
1: Happy to be here. Wee.
0: And his chosen movie is a goofy movie, 1995, mm. The IMDb Breakdown. When Max makes a preposterous promise to a girl he has a crush on, his chances. I'm going to do that again. Pick up. (laughs) When Max makes a preposterous promise to a girl he has a crush on, his chances to fulfilling it seem hopeless when he is dragged onto a cross country trip with his embarrassing father, Goofy. What's your relationship with this movie?
1: So, this movie, uh, I have. Very fond memories of it from when I was a child, even though it was released in the year I was born, which I noticed <laughs> today. <Yeah. laughs> so I was born in 95, which is when the film was released. Had it yeah. on video? Yes, I would have had it on a video, I think. Um, in the days of the video cassette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Millennials. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I suppose I, I relate to it a bit because it is about... Um, yeah essentially it's about the relationship between a father and his son mm. um and my my relationship with my own father i think is quite similar um Aww. to to max and goofy in the goofy movie so i think it sort of hit me somewhere Personally, it's yeah. very
0: touching. I it is? I hadn't seen this movie until this morning. Oh right, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I it was advertised everywhere, and it was I think I had like a Burger King. Oh room.
1: yeah, well McDonald's did a special. Yeah. Uh, they launched a range of toys. So yeah, uh,
0: they would have had yeah, the collaboration yeah. still yeah, going on exactly. in the nineties. Yeah. Um. So I was it was on my radar, but and it would have been trolled on a bunch of other VHSs, but yes, I just yeah. never actually watched it i don't yeah. know why um perhaps it was the fact that it was like one of the the sort of canon disney characters as opposed yes, to yes yeah it. yeah 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 sort of um fictional if you will mm-hmm. <laughs> rather than the real life goofy yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but i mean i've got my notes here and <laughs> The first thing is, and we are slap bang in the middle of the 90s when this movie comes out, and it is so apparent. Yeah, (laughs) Like, the 90s called, and it wants its everything. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, totally. The
0: 90s are alive and well in this movie. (laughs) If you're all still loving the Spice Girls and wearing your scrunchies and, like, having that big nostalgic push of the 90s, Mm
1: -hmm. I
0: genuinely recommend this movie because it is... It is. It is so. From the characters to the plot ideas to the narratives to yeah, the way so, things happen so to the outfits to the music yeah. to the baggy
1: jeans, floppy t-shirts. Oh, <laughs>
0: everything is so the 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 way the high school is set up and all the people y- yes, in the high yeah, school. Yes, yeah, exactly.
1: Like... All those nineties stereotypes. Oh, it's great. It it's is great. So As a 90s. child of the nineties, it's it's sort mm-hmm. of like that's that's what I grew up in. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: that's what cool is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I didn't realise it was a musical.
1: Yes, yeah. yes it is. Well, um, again, I was reading on the trivia, it was very much in the days where uh, Disney thought that every film they made had to be a musical. Yeah. Um, and in some regards, it, they still do that. Um, but uh, Yeah, it's yeah. interesting.
0: And it's, but it's like a, a proper musical where it has yeah. like a, a big old opening number. Yeah, it's, well, a- yeah, like yeah. and again, when
1: I was watching it um, yesterday, you know, it sort of reminded me of why I fell in love with the idea of the musical. Mm. And obviously this would have been one of my first experiences of it, watching a yeah. Disney musical film. And, you know, I adore musicals today. And this film would have played a large role in establishing it. Because they're,
0: they're really good. And I know the song that everybody knows from this movie is Stand Out. Uh, which... Or Eye to
1: Eye. Which is like,
0: total tune, <laughs> total tune, and like I, I like stand out comes up a lot on like um, if you like me spend your time doing like guess the Disney song quizzes on. Does issues. it? Does it? Does it come up? It comes does up it? a lot because I never know it. I'm always like, mm. oh and like a lot of people in the room are like, oh, it's the Goofy movie. Yes. Yeah. Um... So it's a pretty famous song, even though there's not really a time where he, like, sings it properly. No,
1: but, I mean, if you listen to the soundtrack, the, yeah. um, the full recordings there. And, um, again, I found out today that apparently Bobby Brown um, voiced uh, uh, Powerline, who is the sort of the pop star in the film. Ah. Um, but he got fired because of substance abuse. Oh, uh- <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know who it was who replaced yeah. it. Uh, I don't know if, if Powerline's voice credit is there on the IMDb. But no, it was originally supposed to be Bobby Brown. Because um, I
0: know he's meant to be based on sort of Bobby Brown. Um, Prince,
1: Prince, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Again, very much that kind of like 90s, there you go, Powerline, Tevin, Tevin Campbell. Whatever he may be. Yeah. But uh, yeah, again, that whole kind of 90s, new that new sound, you know, that kind of like that funky kind of, you know, when that came in, in the 90s. And again, it's also one of my favourite things about the movie, that, you know, when you hear those, like, those power chords you know kick mm. in and you're just like yes <laughs> this is what i'm watching this movie for <laughs>
0: <laughs> the songs are really good there was yeah. even like one moment where i was like la la land did you get your inspiration from the, the goofy bit on movie? the motorway
1: yeah yeah, yeah like, i was la la land eat your heart out yeah
0: <laughs> la la <laughs> yeah exactly clearly inspired by a, by a, movie a goofy movie, movie.
1: <laughs> exactly yeah like it's
0: real it's real la la land vibes yeah um, totally so, the main character is Max Goof. So mm-hmm. we're to understand that Goofy is called Mr. Goofy Goof.
1: Yes, yes, I, I believe so. yes
0: <laughs> So um Goofy is voiced by Bill Farmer, and Max Goof is voiced by Jason Marsden, who you may know as um, Thackeray Binks in Hocus Pocus. Oh. Um, but he uh, wasn't allowed to do his own singing because they no. wanted a more Broadway sound, uh, which is a bit of a shame. Despite the fact he could sing. can sing, yeah. yeah. Well, like they did to Zac Efron in High School Musical. Yeah, yeah. And yet you hear him on the great but show. But he, he did
1: sing the songs at the uh, Comic-Con reunion.
0: Yes, he did. Because he wanted to prove
1: that. <laughs> I can <laughs> sing these adorable. songs, guys. Like, <laughs> it's not like I can't sing.
0: You've got your sort of classic um, voiceover cast from America here with your Jim Cummings, your Wallace Shawn, your mm-hmm. Rob Poulson your Frank Welker, who I know as the voice of all of the lion noises in The Lion King. Okay. They made the lion noises with Frank and a dustbin. Oh, okay, fantastic. And t- like sort of tiger noises as well, because lion roars weren't powerful enough for what they wanted. Love so. that film trivia. Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Max is like he's more like an in-betweener than a loser I know you try and like push him as a loser but he I didn't find him to be that more than anything he's not okay within himself Mm. and that's why he allows himself not to victim blame to be bullied I guess because he doesn't necessarily do anything particularly wrong his fucking friends are weirder than him so he hangs out with Pete's son PJ's voice for Paulson um, who's just like you know your typical sort of Best friend role. Yes, yeah. Quite a small role, to be fair. And then yeah. his other role, other friend, which is an even smaller role, is. What's even his name?
1: What is his name? Er. Uh, er. Uh, I can't remember what his name is. That's so bad. Uh, Chad?
0: Would it have been Chad? No, it can't I can't Chad. That so. would have been someone else. Uh, well, he's not even he's on, not here, on the IMDb. He's not even on the he IMDb. The fuck <laughs> he is. Yeah. What? What's <laughs> going on? Yeah, like, I know. he's like a wannabe science nerd. So he's like, he's like Doc Brown, but if he was a kid. But then he's been like, I don't even, know, I don't even know how to describe this fucking yeah. boy. He's obsessed with like spray cheese. Yeah, he's like I, a I, maniac. Is he, I think
1: is he, is he sort of like I always saw him as sort of like that stoner kind of. Yeah, 90s I guess, but
0: like science. Car- stoner. Like science
1: stoner. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I yeah. was
0: like, what the. Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> He's so weird and he's yeah. like just so like happy go lucky all the time mm-hmm. and yeah. like I don't know what is going on with that character, I can't even yeah. tell you his yeah. name. But
1: But again that whole kind of like Californian surfer kind of laid back kind of yeah. vibe, I get from Yeah, him. like yeah.
0: like like usually the main character would have like three friends and they would yes, all pick yeah. the stereotype Yeah, box, yeah, exactly. Whereas they've just sort of combined them all into this one bizarre character. <laughs> He um, is
1: odd. But I think what you were saying about uh, Max as well, is I think Max, what, what they did quite well with crafting Max is that he is sort of like the everyman and that a lot of us, I think, felt like we were in Max's shoes when yeah. we were over school. You know, not necessarily totally outcast. Yeah, not but the lowest n- of the yeah, low. Yeah, exactly. But, definitely but not like, popular at ooh. all. And trying to find your way through... School politics yeah. as as we've all yeah. <laughs> we've all been there, you know.
0: They get a lot done in this movie considering it's short runtime. I know,
1: I know, it's, it's a very, very short, short runtime. And it, it, it moves along at a breakneck pace. It's
0: brilliant. Yeah. Um I have to say, I I kinda was so with the resurgence of the 90s nostalgia, a lot of things I see about this movie is how people are like, now I'm an adult, I'm on Goofy's side because he's just yes. trying to be a yeah, good father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But watching it, even though I am an adult, I was a little bit on Max's side a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. Which is a testament to the movie. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, Goofy, you can't just spring a last minute fucking fishing trip <laughs> on your son at the beginning of the summer holidays. Like, Pete's son is okay with it because he knew it was coming. Yes, and he was prepared yeah, prepared for yeah, it. Yeah. You, of course, your son's going to be annoyed with you, if mm. you. Like, literally, he comes home from school that day yeah. and you're like, getting. We're, yeah, he we're doesn't off. even get into the house. No,
1: exactly, yeah.
0: Before he's like, we're going, we're off yes, on one. Yeah, and yeah. like. So I was a bit like Goofy. Come on, man! Yeah. And obviously, Goofy, there's a good representation of different types of dads. there,
1: there is. There's yeah. which is really yeah.
0: interesting because mm. usually, especially in the '90s, you get like that sort of one, very
1: generic. Yeah, you exactly, get like yeah. the
0: dad, then you yeah. get like the neighbor dad, yeah. and then you get the like girlfriend's dad. And mm. to be fair, that's sort of what happens here. Yeah, it is. Um, I hate that overprotective. Dad of the girlfriend trope. <laughs> yes, like yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. I find it like offensive. Yes, I'm yeah, like, yeah. why are you frightened of a boy coming to your girl? Are you mm-hmm. sp- like, are you like what? Like, yeah, yeah Why did do- yeah. like? oh I hate it. It just yeah. it just fueled by patriarchal bullshit. Yep. Um, <laughs> and okay, so Max is after Roxanne. Yep. And what's sweet about this movie is that um. A lot of the time, and I mean, they don't have the time to do it. But a lot of the time in these movies, the Max character would have been after the like cheerleader character. Probably yes, yeah, Brittany, yeah, yeah. No, yes, yeah. And Roxanne would have been the friend, and then by the end of the movie, yeah. he would have realized that Roxanne was the right one for him the whole time. Of course, that yeah. doesn't happen no, here. It doesn't. Roxanne is there all the whole time, and mm-hmm. Roxanne is interested in him from the word go. Yes, like before yeah. the movie even begins. Yeah. Which is really lovely. So it's uh, sort of inevitable that they end up together and it's sweet and it's endearing. It's very sweet, yeah. um, Because he doesn't have to prove himself to her or anything. It's so in that way, it's very gentle, I and mean, that it's just yeah, like exactly. they're sort of scene where they talk about, "Oh, do you want to invite me to the party? I will invite yeah, you to the party." Yeah, it's yeah. very real. It's very without, real. because what it's they're like twelve, like I don't fucking know how old they know, are. Yeah. They're babies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you don't really care about their relationship because you know it's going to be over the minute the two of them go to college. But like, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, Roxanne <laughs> never appears again. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I think this is the only time you ever see Roxanne in any of the. uh goofy oh, really cannon <laughs> yeah. and I mean like you see Max goof again come back in uh, Mickey Mouse's Twice Upon a Christmas, nice. and there's already a new girl on the scene, oh, and her wow. name is Mona. <laughs> <laughs> there we but go. But, yeah, it is, uh, because he's gone to, you know, he's gone to college, gone to university, yeah, and exactly. Roxanne is a sense. distant memory.
0: And to be fair to this movie, it is a movie about a father-son relationship. It is, it is, ultimately, um, it is. So I get the role that Roxanne plays in it. It is a shame, because she's not that... She's as fleshed out as she can be Yes. Um, yeah. and they do a good job with yeah. what time they give her Yeah. as it is meant to just focus on Goofy and Max and yeah. it does and it does it well. Um. God, there was a line out of fucking nowhere, this film just slaps you in the face because you're having a good time, the songs are really nice, mm-hmm. you're enjoying it, it's funny, it's cute and then all of a sudden Goofy says something where he's like, you're my son and no matter how old you get
1: you're i'm literally about my to cry, cry yeah yeah, it's, like, my son. yeah
0: it's, it's it's that moment in the car where
1: <laughs> no they're where they're arguing and then they realize that oh oh like, this you're you're my dad and you're like my son God. and it's like oh it's just I'm so sweet literally. and i don't hate you i don't hate you it's just you're, oh. you're really annoying and i'm trying and to I'm live like my 12. life you no know, the one that always got me was that um you know like Max says, uh, I've got my own life, and then Goofy's like, and I just want to be a part of it. Yes! <laughs> oh, god, I'm
0: actually crying yeah, right now. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm actually crying.
1: Exactly. It
0: just, it like slaps you in the face yeah, out, yeah. Of, out of absolutely no way. You're just suddenly like, oh my god, I, lo- I need to call my parents. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, again, it's that whole kind of, again, as generations change, you know, like, How your parents are suddenly out of touch with what you know as a younger person, and how how they they want to be a part of that, but they just can't quite
0: grasp how and. they're desperate they're
1: desperate to try and get it yeah and they
0: do it in the only means they know how so Goofy tries to relive the things he did with With his own father father. exactly with Max and of course it doesn't work no no. Um, a very interesting pre-enchanted send up that Disney um, sort of do in a very meta way in this movie where they visit a roadside attraction which is like a a, jam, a a polecat not polecat. A uh, possum. Possum,
1: possum, possum, park. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And
0: it's very much um, digging into the—is it the country bears? Yeah, or whatever yeah. that Disney. There's yes, a Disney yes, yeah, there is. animatronic yeah. attraction Yes, the park there
1: is. Yeah,
0: that's like that, and um, it's interesting because they're sending it up by choosing possums, which. I assume, are, like, vermin in America. I think so, And so they're making the joke where it's like, this is a shit version of the country-based jamboree, (laughs) whilst we understand that a teenager would have no interest in this Mm -hmm. particular part of our parks. yeah. They still show the younger children having an alright time there. Mm, yeah. But it's still quite creepy and scary, and they make fun of the fact that the animatronics break down a lot, which we know yes, they do in the yeah, parks Yes,
1: yeah.
0: And I was just very interested with how Disney were representing themselves. Yeah. And they were almost sending themselves up, but yeah. in a very safe way.
1: Yeah.
0: And obviously, now that's that's what they live for they're like oh how can we send ourselves up yeah, this year exactly, they fucking yeah. love that shit yeah, yeah, yeah. and by doing so they very much date themselves yes yeah um which is a shame, like having that Twitter joke in Moana and making reference. Oh, what was the to, Twitter uh, joke um, in Moana? Oh, like when you write with a trick chicken, it's called tweeting or something.
1: Oh, oh, and, oh, um, right, I see. And also right, the yeah. whole,
0: all of the references to her having like, oh, if you have a sidekick, you're a princess. If you're about to start singing, oh, I'm yeah, gonna throw yeah. up. Yeah, 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 the yeah. Shit yeah. Very to the with self-aware. The
1: yeah, yeah, but yeah, like
0: yeah. enchanted was good it Mm -hmm. succeeded in that I don't like it when Disney try and go meta or woke because I'm like what you've done (laughs) now (laughs) is (laughs) hate
1: the word woke
0: yeah but you've dated it you've dated your movie yeah exactly whereas in comparison to that this movie despite so being so 90s -hmm. is timeless (laughs) (laughs) timeless <laughs> <laughs> and it is it truly is as like you know like how back to the future is very 80s but yes, the story is yeah, still timeless yes you
1: yeah.
0: can f- not even oh. you don't even need to forgive because people often compare Aladdin and Hercules to not being timeless Disney movies mm-hmm. because they try and make these very 90s references within them mm-hmm. that you don't get but even though I didn't know that the genie was pretending to be Jack Nicholson.
1: Right, I yes, I still found yeah. it funny
0: and enjoyable. Yes, yeah. So they kind of get away with it, more so than I think people give them credit for, unlike what I would argue Frozen and Moana, etc. are doing. Right, sure. Um, but this is definitely... The story at its core is heartwarming. And, it is.
1: It's so um, heartwarming.
0: Yeah, completely timeless. You know,
1: the, the moment at the end of the film as well, when, you know, when you just... They, they get to the concert, and, you know, they're
0: just... Which...
1: Without
0: a hitch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, oh no, we're at the concert now. So the idea is that Max has basically lied to Roxanne. Yes, say, of
1: course, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because
0: instead of just being like, my dad is dragging me, this is the thing as well, and yeah. I know it's because they're children. Yes, yeah. But he's yeah, like, yeah. my dad is dragging me on this trip, so I can't go to the party anymore. Yeah, and yeah. she's taking it as he just doesn't want to go exactly. to the party yeah, with her yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's
0: like, just communicate, children. Yeah. <laughs> Grow up. Um, <laughs> So, yeah. I get it they're like 11 yeah um, well, we've all been there <laughs> <laughs> so instead he lies and he says he's going to the Powerline concert and yeah. he's going to appear on stage so of course that immediately spreads around the town Yeah, and um, they do he changes the map and they do get yeah, to LA yeah, 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 yeah. Um, in a sort of oh, they don't trust each other and, and, uh, it, 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 and it
1: is like. very sudden so, oh suddenly they're, they're there oh okay then, yeah, then
0: they, they're despite the,
1: the fact that the, the trip went you know like it went very very alright yeah. <laughs> a lot that went wrong and they still maybe it in they time made to it, the concert. They made it but in time anyway and they
0: managed to get on stage. Yes, exactly. And Powerline is totally is cool with like, <laughs> it. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Love it. yeah <laughs> Keep that up. But Back credit, announcers. credit
1: to the character, though, you know? Uh, yeah, a, a, a nice pop star.
0: <laughs> and again, like a very sort of uh 90s reaction. Like yeah. nowadays, if even in a <laughs> yeah. children's movie, yeah, if someone a, tried to jump onto the stage while yeah. a pop star was singing, they would be like Fucking security. I'm scared for my life. Yeah, yeah. Um, Innocent, innocent times. Yes, totally.
1: Totally. But, you know, yeah, seeing them all together and, you know, having made their amends on the... There's a great, there's a great sort of sense of acceptance towards the end of the movie as well, where 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 Max is just like, this is my dad. Mm. And and
0: I'm going to hang out with him tonight. Yeah, exactly. But I'll hang out with you tomorrow. Yeah. Which is a really lovely thing to teach children as well because there is, I'm sure, a time in everybody's life during their teenage years where they're like, I fucking hate (laughs) my parents. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, I just want to hang out with you. And you're like, but you suck.
1: (laughs) Relatable. (laughs) Very relatable. And then
0: all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I hope my parents don't ever die. Yes, no, Why, I need to spend every waking hour with
1: them. It's that that period, isn't it, of going from being a, a kid, when like you rely on your parents for everything, mm-hmm. becoming a teenager and being like, I Finding don't need my parents, and then hitting your twenty slash thirties and being like, Oh, oh gosh, <laughs> my my parents are, you know, they're not going to be here forever. Yeah, you know, so I need yeah. to sort of it's
0: the realization of appreciate the them. Of death. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this movie teaches.
1: Welcome me. to twenty twenty, guys. oh
0: Fun. Um oh yeah the that fucking character is so weird.
1: Oh I I was going to say as well like I, I read a review which was you know go, going on from what we were saying you know how the messages in the film are sort of targeted towards that demographic that mm. age group and the unfortunate thing is about it being a Disney movie and it being an animated Disney movie at the time, that age group wouldn't have been interested in going to oh, see the film because it's Disney yeah. and Disney is for kids. Yeah. and I'm not a kid because I'm 14, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, which is a shame, which is it a is shame. It's such a shame because, yeah. yeah,
0: you're absolutely right, like, they could really have learned yeah but, like you know, like like, um, how they tried to do in the Phantom Menace, kids don't actually want heroes that are at their own age, most mm, of the time, yeah. like no one was watching uh. Phantom Menace and being like, oh, I want to be eight-year-old Alec Skywalker yes, at yeah, the age yeah. of eight. Yes, they were like, yeah. I want to be... I mean, there's no good characters in that movie. <laughs> yeah. you know what? They'd rather be Han uh, yeah. Solo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like an yeah. actual hero that's doing things and an eight-year-old can't fucking do anything. And
1: yeah, unfortunately, you know, for a young person such as myself, when <laughs> I watched it... Um, Completely over, over, overhead. Really? Well, well, yeah, because I mean, I don't think you're you're completely aware of what the film, what the message of the film is. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you just enjoy watching the slapstick comedy, and you know, yeah. you, you like to see characters fall over or mm-hmm. do silly things. Would you um,
0: watch this a lot as a
1: kid? I think I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, you know, earlier before we started this um, podcast going going back to it as an adult, and you suddenly realise, oh my gosh, so much of this movie, there's this such a brilliant sense of a story, and it's so relatable, and yeah, like... That that or I went through all that, you know. Yeah. You know.
0: um, yeah. It must have been a really interesting one because coming to it as an adult, I didn't really have any expectations for it. I had no real idea as to what no, it was No, sure. About. Yeah. I was surprised at how impactful it was as a mm-hmm. message. Um, whilst still being very appealing to children.
1: Yes, yeah, it um, is. But, you know, that's what so Disney Disney been... are very good at, unfortunately. They are,
0: like, yeah. You yeah. come to most Disney movies at the age of, like, 14, 15, yeah, and yeah. there's a whole sort of secret door that's Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah exactly, Where you're yeah. like,
0: oh. Oh, oh that's <laughs> so not that's cool. what that was
1: about. Yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: Um, which is very clever of them, whereas, I, again, like, not to dick on Disney, mm, modern Disney, yeah, yeah. but I don't think... They take those sort of risks anymore. No,
1: no, it's um,
0: true. Which is a shame. And the sort of humour that they go for to appeal to adults still appeals to children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in that sort of, you know, it's sort of less goofy, mm. but and more sort of no pun intended. Way. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, so the the idea for this movie, I'm sure you read on IMDb, came from Jeffrey Katzenberg, who, as we all know, uh, handed in his notice in 1994 uh, after the release of The Lion King, right. um, and went over to start DreamWorks oh, with Steven Spielberg and someone beginning with G, which is where <laughs> there's SKG underneath the DreamWorks logo. Uh-huh. Um, I always want to say David Geffen, but I don't think that's the person. But oh, anyway. I'm not going to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the idea for this movie came from the fact that he realised he was getting very distant
1: from mm, his daughter. Yes.
0: So he went on a road trip with her to sort of heal that gap, yeah, and apparently yeah, yeah. it worked. Yes, um, yeah. Why he was getting distant from his daughter, one can only assume, was because he was being a fucking maniac in disney headquarters <laughs> yes
1: yeah
0: trying to be ceo yeah immediately after the ceo died in a tragic accident and like just like getting like telling everyone to scrap beauty and the beast after they've been working on it for six months oh. and start again even though oh. the deadline is oh like no, gosh.
1: <laughs> um,
0: i mean they got an oscar nom for it so Need he it. kind um, of
1: yeah yeah that's
0: the trouble with jeffrey katzenberg i find everything he does is such a dick move but it it tends to work. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he clearly has a knack for this kind of thing. Sure. I saw him in a corridor once. He visited um, Shrek's Adventure <laughs> to make sure we were like, adhering to the dream world Oh, hold. wow. Um, wow. And I saw the back of him as he disappeared. I was like... <sighs> <laughs> um, but it's an interesting idea for a movie and clearly he would have presented it and then someone would have said, oh, yeah. let's put...
1: But I mean, it, it's, it's also, I mean, I, single parents. I, I find yeah. that, that it's really interesting because in the film... Um, Max's Max's well well, yeah yeah and and Max's mother is very absent to the point where she's not ever even mentioned not even even acknowledged
0: when it first opened but the movie opens with a dream sequence and um, Max is like in a cornfield and there's a woman in the distance going Max Max and I was like oh this is his mother mm. he'll be dreaming about his dead mother mm-hmm. and that'll establish yeah. the dead mother thing Yeah, um, but it's not it's Roxanne yeah, and yeah. the mother is never mentioned no. yeah. which like It's weird for Disney because, not weird that they don't have a mother because no one in Disney has a mother. Not allowed a mother. Um, (laughs) No mothers. So it's not different in that it's like, oh, look, the main character only has a dad because Mm. that's every Disney movie in existence. But it's interesting that they're focusing on that relationship instead of the dad just being there to stop the protagonist from doing the hero's quest. Yeah, sure. Which is the role of every other dad in every yes, other documentary. yeah, sure. See King Triton, see the Sultan, mm-hmm. see yeah, yeah. Maurice. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. Um, so it's, you're right, it's interesting that they really focused in on that family relationship yeah. and that's what was important and the romance was very much a side
1: yeah.
0: thing. But again,
1: it's, it's about that whole kind of like the dad trying to fill the mother's role. Yeah, um, you, and he does yeah.
0: goofy. Yeah, it comes onto screen, hoovering yeah. in yeah. an apron. Yeah, which again and, and a
1: towel on his head.
0: Nothing, <laughs> nothing bad about that. <laughs> at all. But in 1995, yeah. in that sort of Fight Club era where they yeah, were getting masculinity, terrified that the nineties yeah, yeah. was making men less masculine, mm, yeah. um, which is not anything that ever happened, and nothing for you to be afraid of. <laughs> Fucking cry, it's okay. Patriarchy <laughs> fucks you over too. <laughs> Um, so this movie is really presenting that sort of, like, sensitive, yeah. um, understanding father that's filling yeah. both roles, and, yeah. and is unashamedly doing so yeah, as well. Yeah, that's true, actually? And, like, yeah. Max isn't embarrassed that his, like, dad's hoovering, mm-hmm. he's embarrassed because he's like, I'm trying to do my own thing, mm-hmm. and you're getting in the way. It's never yeah. that, like, you know, oh, I don't like that my dad has feminine traits. No, no, is, yeah very good and cool yeah, and uh, it could have yeah, been a way yeah. they went down yeah yeah
1: no uh, very much so
0: is this the first time we ever meet Max Goof
1: um I uh, this incarnation of Max Goof I think um he's based on uh, a character called Goofy Jr. Okay.
0: Um,
1: who is Goofy's son in a previous uh, incarnation of the Goofy show. I can't remember what it's called, but I think it was... Oh, yeah, it was it like on the Goof Troop. In, the Goof something. Troop, that's it, which I think was on in the 60s or 70s. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um... But no, he had a different name back then. Right. So I think it's it's the this new, is the sort of it's re-jigged. a new and updated. I think for yeah. for the nineties, yeah. you know, like um, trying to present, you know, that teenager who. Um, people would have recognized in the mm. 90s you know that sense of rebellion and trying to be yeah. cool and um, you know wearing wearing your sunglasses and yeah. your baseball cap because <laughs> yeah, like so the second nice the second pretty. max feels like yeah I'm cool he puts on his, his yeah. shades and his his baseball cap <laughs> <laughs> Um, backwards,
0: of course. Uh,
1: backwards, of course, yeah. <laughs> Ash Ketchum style. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, we do... There is a sequel um, to this film, which went direct-to-video. Right. Um, and in the sequel to the film, uh, Max is then at college. Um, nice. And then there's a, whole, there's a whole plot. I haven't actually seen the sequel, but there's a whole plot in the sequel where, again, a very relatable thing where as the child, you're... ...parent is trying to find uh, a new lover, you know, Mm -hmm. a new partner... And um, that whole kind of thing of being like, oh, no, oh, why, why? Um, and there's a fantastic sequence at the end of the film, which I have seen, which is a whole, like, disco um, nice. scene where Goofy's dancing with the new woman in his life and Max is like, yeah, cool. <laughs>
0: <Fair>. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I, mu- I think already I much prefer this because, like, Disney have done heterosexual love so mm-hmm. many times yeah, yeah. that it's nice to see them focus on family in this Yeah, sense,
1: exactly, which, yeah we don't
0: really see until f- frozen i want to say like
1: that's true actually yeah head,
0: yeah i can't oh any.
1: have you have you seen frozen too yeah. no i
0: haven't oh, I, really I won't
1: spoil it i won't spoil it but really there's a oh the, the voice
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah. <laughs> remember <that>.
1: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's just it's so fulfilling it's so fulfilling when we find out who the voice is but i won't say anymore
0: oh, yeah. nice yeah. okay um yeah it's it's sweet, it's very sweet, and the songs are good. Mm-hmm. they're not like you know they're no let it go,
1: but, no, um, for sure.
0: I haven't come away from it humming any of them, but I am a bit like oh, oh
1: I'm not going line songs.' come no. on no oh,
0: I love power I line really liked, I really liked the opening I really liked the opening song no the opening that song was is, like, is, is fantastic they, it's the last day of school so they're yes, talking about yeah, like yeah. tomorrow has so many possibilities yeah
1: exactly and yeah. again seeing all those different types of students like, yeah. you know, you, you, you've got the jocks you've got the nerds you've got uh-huh. the cheerleaders and the you know, goths and the that goths that yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> again it's just so appealing to us as millennials because these are characters He's who we recognise yeah. and who we have grown up with
0: when which are kind of toxic like I really enjoy watching new high school based things so sex mm. education
1: sure Yeah. they no
0: longer have the no, like yeah, yeah. I don't like you because you're gay it's mm. the like we're all vegans and homophobia is so like 2012 <laughs> yeah yeah, like, yeah Um. and they're just these new they still have their problems and they still have their cliques but mm-hmm. they're like shifted. Yes, it's really yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. Away actually. from the like the sports people yeah, and blah, 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 yeah, the, the sort of daria cool. setup. Yes, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, do you have anything else you want to say?
1: Um watch the film if yeah, you it's, if you have it, you on know, on YouTube. Yeah, you can. You can just go and go and find it. Um, and I think it will if you are like me, a uh, 90s baby, um, I think you will find yourself yes recognizing a lot from it and really enjoying it and it's only short it's, it's only a short it's movie under
0: an hour and a half I yeah Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's literally is. It's only like short an hour 15 and
1: again if you do have a strong bond with your father or or you well, know, any parent. any parent you know it's you it will serve as a reminder to you of how important your parents are yeah
0: now and now, how important a message that is for young children yes
1: exactly and
0: do you think do you think obviously when you watched it as a child you weren't taking in these messages but do you think subconsciously you were oh
1: weren't? quite possibly yeah, I think yeah. so. I mean, yeah, like, I have a great relationship with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, because
0: of a Goofy movie. <laughs> because of a Goofy movie.
1: <laughs> no, but I mean, he, you know, I, I don't see him a lot of the time, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, you know, we have a really, really lovely, friendly relationship, which, as I mentioned, is, is I think, quite similar <laughs> to, to Max and Goofy. Um in this movie, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: and it's interesting when you compare it to uh, obviously the main sort of antagonist, if you will, is Pete the neighbor. Yes,
1: yeah, um,
0: and his son PJ, mm. and he talks about how PJ respects him. Yes, and Goofy's like, well, Max loves me. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's a very distinct difference it that is, you're sort of talking. PJ doesn't get
1: any sort of like (laughs) no redemption.
0: (laughs) He's
1: just gonna stay. He stays
0: in that sort of Biff and Biff Junior relationship, Biff and Griff relationship, um, which is a shame. They also something I was gonna say. They don't really make movies with the sort of uh, I mean, stop me if I'm wrong, but maybe Disney Plus will open this up a bit more. But they don't really make mickey mouse movies
1: yeah i know With what you mean yeah. That sort
0: of uh, mouse gang yes
1: and... yeah i don't know
0: if you ever watched house of mouse
1: i think i've seen a few episodes oh yeah
0: <laughs> house of mouse was like...
1: I think Max actually appears in an episode of oh, House of Mouse. Really? Oh, yeah, so. I think
0: he's like a waiter alongside... Yes, Mickey. yes,
1: he is, yes, yeah, yeah. So
0: House of Mouse was a nightclub run by Mickey Mouse and therefore, like, Donald and Goofy and Pluto and Daisy and they were all <laughs> the sort of <laughs> the stuff. The Disney
1: nightclub. <laughs>
0: but then the guests would be characters from the movie. Yes, yeah. And I guess it was meta and sending themselves up, but it was done in such a wonderful way. Like, me and my sister used to quote it all the time, so... You know, the whole Gaston song is like, no one yeah. like Gaston, do, 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 like Gaston. So Gaston turns up and Timon and Pumbaa are like making faces in spoons and he's like, no one makes faces in spoons like Gaston. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, like,
0: Daisy breaks her leg and he's like, nobody breaks a leg like Gaston. And yeah. just little things like that where they're just, they are able to take these characters out of their very often serious movies. Yeah, serious yeah, 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 movies yes, setting, yeah, yeah. And just have fun with them. And they really do. I need to find it because then obviously there's Halloween episodes where the villains take over. Of course. Oh, are.
1: I love, love the villains <laughs> ones. Yeah, and yeah, it's brilliant. And
0: yeah. and that was something that was based with the core cast as it were. And I remember we used to have on VHS the sort of shorts with Mickey and Pluto and Donald mm-hmm. and yes, Goofy yeah. and, and Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse there was Twice Upon a Christmas, Scrooge yes, McDuck. Yeah, yes, yeah. They did The Prince and the Pauper. So when VHS was a thing they took the opportunity oh, yeah, yeah. to push these sort of movies out. But since in the last ten years or so, I can't. I
1: think we've seen much in the same from way Mickey. that
0: they don't really do Winnie the Pooh anymore. And, no, yeah. But they do it in like, a, oh, we're going to do a story about Christopher Robin as a grown-up. Yeah, we're going to yeah, do exactly, a story yeah. about A.A. Milne or something.
1: Yeah, I suppose there's more focus now on the actual humans opposed yeah. to these sort of like anthropomorphic
0: animals. Because I wonder humans. if they'd be able to sell a Mickey Mouse movie in the way it's that they true. used to. In the it's same true. way that. Remember when the Muppets were the best literary yeah, adaptations yes,
1: yeah, across yeah. the
0: board, and now they're making Muppet movies again, where the mm. Muppets just do stuff? Yeah. Um,
1: but with more humans.
0: But with more, much more humans, yeah. yeah.
1: And I guess it, it is that kind of weird thing, isn't it? Because you, even watching the Goofy movie, you're kind of like, ooh, this is a bit odd because these are they're all dogs because they they live in they live in in a universe where they're all dogs um and you know you get you get different different types of dog in in different careers like there's there's even when they're on the motorway there's a a car that goes past which is filled with nuns who are dogs (laughs) you know um and so it is a sort of like it's a weird crossover and like you know I feel weird sort of that I have a bit of a crush on Roxanne. Because she's well, she's, she's like, a dog. <laughs>
0: she's like the caramel bunny and Lola Rabbit, like, yeah, like she's exactly, very yeah. she's like Ariana that...
1: Grande before Ariana Grande, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's
0: very especially in the opening where Max is imagining her. Oh yes, she's yeah. She's in this like Fay Ray white dress. And she's like lounging on the floor, like paint me like one of your French girls' wives. <laughs> and immediately I was like <sighs> mm-hmm. like a sort of disgruntled Maggie Smith, sort of <laughs> like <clears throat> Oh, this is what this movie's gonna be like. Yeah. But it isn't. Um, but it is still frustrating that back then they were still just like sexy! Yeah. Sexy crazy cartoon animal person.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. And you're like, ah. now
0: obviously on the flip side we did have Robin Hood who was very sexy. (laughs) Fox Robin Hood.
1: Fox Robin Hood, Fox Robin Hood.
0: Didn't wear any trousers. No. Um but yeah. Uh it's sweet. Watch it. It's, it's
1: it's a it's a really lovely film. It's a really lovely film. Yeah, with some wonderful songs. And mm. even if Emily doesn't like the Powerline songs, I'm sure you. Oh, are. I do. I, I, I just
0: can't remember them, even though I only watched it like an hour
1: ago. Uh, there's a, there's a fantastic actually. I'm not sure if it was at the uh, at the Comic Con reunion, but there's like a a music festival or something where they're in the desert it's a bit like Burning Man I don't think it is Burning Man but they do an absolutely fantastic tribute to um, the Powerline concert because these guys wear these costumes where they look like the characters and they perform the songs and it's really funny actually because you can see like adults you know who were sort of like in their late 20s 30s who have kids have brought their kids along and the kids are just Look, watching it like going what on oh, earth no. what is this like what is whereas the yeah. adults are all like oh, yes like, this, is um, this is my youth this is my youth yeah. and you know there is that I mean this film has um, obtained a very very big a cult following from from uh, yeah. the millennials you know the, the, because it's
0: one of those ones that I hear a lot on the grapevine that yeah, I've yeah. never seen yeah, and yeah, yeah. people are always shocked when I said I'd never seen yeah, it
1: yeah 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 I mean, it is, it is as you said it very did much slip under the ra- radar but I think that's also you think what 19- helped with its cult status yeah, yeah
0: 1995 I assume it had a cinematic release it
1: did in fact it made quite
0: quite a bit of money I think at the yeah. box office
1: I think it made about 35 million dollars and when
0: you consider that 94 was the Lion King and Pocahontas yeah 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 but then... I think they
1: even delayed um, Goofy Movie because yeah, it, I think they lacking. finished it in 94 but because of Lion King, they didn't want to release them in the same yeah. year, so they uh, pushed it back a bit. They but pushed yeah. it back to
0: 95, and then, of course, you later go on and have your Mulans and your Tarzans. Yes, and yeah, yeah. And this comes slap bang in the middle of that. Yeah. And yeah. Even the animation and It's is... I don't think it's is...
1: even a, considered a Disney classic. I don't. No. no, it's not, is it? I
0: don't think so. No. Um, which is bizarre because it is slap bang in the middle of the Renaissance. Mm.
1: Yes, yeah, it is. And yeah,
0: I'd never seen it, yeah. it had never been bought for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you do, you look at the style of like the way that they did the shading on Tarzan mm-hmm. and the, the music from like PDGs. I Beast. mean, the animation
1: in this is so satisfying. It? It's satisfying
0: yeah. in its simplicity. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like it's, yeah. as
0: I say, it's just, it's not like. Other stuff that the company were producing, it's mm. almost like, and not as bad as this. But you know, the Disney company had their TV animation studio that yes, when they yeah. brought TV shows out, the quality of the same with the VHS straight to VHS sequels, the quality of the animation dipped by like ninety percent. Yes, yes, it did. This yeah. is nowhere near that bad. No, no. But it's definitely dipped by about 10, 15 percent.
1: Sure.
0: Just and not in a bad way either. No, like it's no. still very charming and satisfying to watch, as you say. Mm. Um, but it isn't the sort of standard um sure. that you were getting from the surrounding movies,
1: yes, yeah,
0: so it's a bizarre little movie, just it is stuck in there, yeah, it is
1: um join, join the cult, yeah. join <laughs> join the goofy movie cult That's
0: gonna be the pull quote. <laughs> join the cult. <laughs>
1: But no, it, it is. It's a wonderful film. It's brilliant. And, um, I'm really yeah. glad I've seen it. Oh, I'm pleased.
0: And I think you know, if it was on TV, I wouldn't turn it off.
1: No, yeah. Well, it is. It's one of those movies where you are like, oh yeah, I, I fancy a bit of light entertainment. I'll watch yeah, you it, can and stick then it on in the you background. get very drawn into it. Yeah,
0: you know? it's lovely. Thank you.
1: No, so it's. A, it's it, I had so much fun doing that.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to plug? Where can we find you on social media?
1: Uh, yeah. So um, all my social media is at I am Tribs. Um, with I Z, uh, I'm on Instagram and Twitter, uh, give me a follow if you like, um, I've just done a Christmas show which was great fun playing Archie the Mouse, Wee. could have been Disney but awesome. <laughs> uh, and yeah, just, I'm quite excited to see what 2020 will bring, we've got auditions for films coming up, but yeah, um, nice. that's me, yeah, yeah. Nice
0: you yeah. you can find Why This Film on Instagram we're on Twitter we're on Facebook at Why This Film Podcast and you can email into us at why this film Podcast at gmail.com if you watched the goofy movie if you've never watched a goofy movie if you keep calling it the goofy movie instead of a goofy movie which is what it is <laughs> which is what I keep doing um, then let us know uh, let us know any suggestions you have for the movies you want to see us tackle in 2020 I'm very up for bringing in new suggestions from people and trying to find people that have seen them before um, so do let us know thank you again as always for listening and we'll see you next time on why this film bye bye <laughs> watch the film and we talked about it but now it's time to say goodbye we'll be back again with another movie that makes you wanna ask why. why why this film podcast has a patreon Patreon is a membership platform that makes it easy for artists and creators to get paid. Head to patreon.com forward slash why this film podcast and you can select a tier. For £3 a month, you can join Camelot and enjoy early access to episodes, including seasons one to three. You'll get to vote in polls and get a personal shout out on the pod. For £5 a month, you can join Ferngully. With instant access to everything from Camelot, Ferngully members can also enjoy bonus content, live episode voting power, plus access to monthly movie night. Grab your popcorn and a drink of your choice as we pajama up and watch a movie together remotely. And for £10 a month, you can join the Enchanted Forest, where on top of everything from Camelot and Ferngully, you can be part of a live episode where we all discuss a movie chosen by you. And if you're not into 80s and 90s animated tears, you can skip all that and make a custom pledge of an amount that suits you. Or you can head over to co-fi.com forward slash why this film podcast and buy me a coffee with a one-off payment. We will be adding hot chocolate to that coffee and probably cream and marshmallows and sprinkles. But you don't need to worry about that. Thank you to all who donate and thanks to my patron David for supporting this episode on Patreon. Why this film podcast is my happy place. I love chatting to guests and revisiting long lost movies and I hope you do too.